Welcome back to the MedBullets Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of rectal prolapse from the gastrointestinal section on MedBullets.com. Let's get into the topic. Rectal prolapse is the rectum exiting the anus secondary to weak rectal support. Adult causes include straining at stool and weightlifting, including squats. Pediatric causes include whooping cough, cystic fibrosis, and trichuriasis. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A five-year-old boy is brought to the pediatrician for anal pain. He and his mother immigrated to the United States from Trinidad and Tobago three months ago. The boy reports severe pain with defecation. He is frequently constipated and has approximately one to two bowel movements per week. He has seen blood on the toilet paper after wiping multiple times and sometimes feels a need to, quote, push his anus back inside. More recently, he has been unable to hold his bowel movements and has had two episodes of fecal incontinence. His temperature is 99 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.2 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 110 over 70 millimeters of mercury. Pulse is 82 per minute and respirations are 18 per minute. On exam, his anus appears normal. However, when asked to strain lightly, there is a notable finding of a red ring of rectal mucosa protruding through the anus. This patient's condition is associated with which of the following infections? 1. Amebiasis 2. Ascariasis 3. Giardiasis 4. Trichinosis or 5. Trichuriasis And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, trichuriasis. The patient in this vignette presents with dyskesia, bloody stools, fecal incontinence, and physical examination findings consistent with rectal prolapse. Pediatric rectal prolapse is associated with trichuriasis infection. Remember, rectal prolapse occurs when rectal tissue protrudes through the anus due to weak rectal support. And this may occur due to severe straining during defecation heavy lifting, or coughing. Pediatric rectal prolapse is relatively rare and is generally associated with gastrointestinal, soft tissue, or systemic diseases such as Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, Hirschsprung disease, congenital megacolon, pertussis, pneumonia, malnutrition, and parasitic infection. Trichuriasis, or whipworm, is a parasitic infection associated with pediatric rectal prolapse. Trichuriasis is seen in tropical, low-income regions. Heavy infections may present with abdominal pain, distension, bloody diarrhea, tenesmus, and rectal edema, which may lead to rectal prolapse. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, amebiasis, is caused by an infection with the protozoan entamoeba histolytica. This may present with bloody diarrhea and or liver abscesses. Answer choice 2, ascariasis, is caused by an infection with the nematode or roundworm Ascaris lumbricoides. Ascariasis is often asymptomatic, but may present with gastrointestinal or pulmonary symptoms in severe cases. Of note, patients with trichuriasis are often co-infected with ascariasis. 
Answer choice 3. Giardiasis is caused by an infection with the protozoan Giardia lamblia. This may present with fatty, foul-smelling diarrhea along with bloating and flatulence. And finally, answer choice 4. Trichinosis is caused by an infection with the nematode or roundworm Trichinella spiralis. This may present with diarrhea, abdominal pain, and myalgias. In summary, rectal prolapse in children is associated with trichuriasis, a type of whipworm seen in low-resource tropical settings. And that's all for this review about rectal prolapse. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.